What's up, everybody? Uh, welcome back to the Super Gamer Boys. My name is Garrett Morlang, and I'm here in studio with... Hey, what's up, man? My name is JJ Purdom. How you doing? <laughs> and uh, we come to you each and every week, bringing you the nerdy news and discussions you want to hear. Uh, well, at least most weeks, we kind of weren't here last week for you. Sorry about that. But uh, we, we were a, we were deeply in a coma from tryptophan last week is what was what was happening. Yeah. That was the haps. Yeah. All, all that turkey and stuffing. I was uh, down for at least six days. I'm pretty sure I missed about four days of work and uh, I might get fired now. <laughs> Thankfully, I didn't miss any work and I didn't miss any of the uh, any of the, the coma inducing because I, I stayed on diet, man. I didn't have any pie or stuffing, but I did look lovingly at all of my family and friends eating the good stuff. And um, I'm not going to say there weren't tears because there was there was some tears and some a little, little bit of crying. Yeah, no, I, it, was, it was tough to, to stay on diet for me, too. You know, I'm I'm gluten free. I think JJ, you know, he has a strict diet as well. And so for both of us to say no, it took a lot of willpower for both of us. OK, but. I'm just going to call BS right now, dude. You, you you call it whatever you want, Morlang. But I want you people to understand something real quick. Garrett weighs about 117 pounds soaking wet if he had two bricks in each pocket. You do not need to be on a diet. What the heck are you talking about? Yeah, I wish that were true. <laughs> I wish every every word you just spoke was true. But um, yeah, but no. How, how was your Thanksgiving? Pretty pretty uh, dude, good. It was it was great. We had a couple of days off, and uh, we got we do the split Thanksgiving. So uh, we will spend part of the day with my family doing Thanksgiving, and uh, then we go and spend the other part of the day with my wife's family. So. It is two completely diametrically opposed family units. When spending Thanksgiving with my family, the way that it is, I don't know if you've ever been in the eye of a hurricane before, but it's very similar. There's lots of yelling and cursing and talking over one another and laughing and lots of farting. I don't know why this is, but there's a whole lot of that stuff going on. People talking over each other. Um, sometimes there's a little bit of anger. I don't know why. I couldn't tell you why. That comes with every family holiday. And then, then you go over to my my mother and father-in-law's house and it's... One person speaking at a time, candlelight, um, perhaps a moonlight sonata playing in the background, uh, Sebastian Bach maybe. I mean, it's a more of a demure, um, relaxed setting where only one person speaks and everyone listens. And that would just not flow at my <laughs> house at all. So my kids are like going through some seizure fits when we have to do the changeover. Cause they're like, well, we, well, we were good. It was like, we could talk. And now we're not allowed to talk. I don't, ah. And like, you know, sometimes you just got to like kind of shock the system. I've slapped my kids in the face. Sometimes I don't want CPS to be called, but just to, you know, bring them back to reality. It's okay. You're going to be okay. Yeah, a little splash of water. Like, it's okay. Come on, come out. Come on out. Come on out. You're good. You're Sometimes okay. with the boy, it's holy water. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Uh, he's he's kind of possessed. He's got the, uh, he's got the Fortnite demons going right now. Yeah, right. But no, yeah. Maybe you need to reverse those. Do the quiet one first, and then they can just let loose at the second family and just, you know, go nuts and have a lot of fun. You know, right? Maybe <laughs> yeah. that'd be a better way to, to run your, your your holidays. But. We might make that change next next year. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll take it under advisement. Yeah, there you go. Cool. Um, well, uh, let's jump right into it. Uh, as we do with every episode, we are going to jump into the nerdy nudes of the week. Nerdy nudes. Uh, 
<laughs> so this week we're going to start off um, with a little rumor. You know, those are always fun to spread around. I love the rumors. This love, is so much spreading fun. The, spreading the love, you know. Oh, like, definitely. Is it true? Is it not? Who cares? It's fun to talk about. Absolutely. Uh, so this week there was a rumor of a Rocksteady Superman game uh, just ahead of the Game Awards here. Um, so it was a, um, yeah, kind of a big deal. Um, it's actually right before E3, this game came up. So it seems to be pretty much every time there's some big event where games are <laughs> announced or, um, you know, revealed in any way, uh, this tends to pop up. So maybe it's just, uh, you know, a nice little kick in the butt for marketing for, for Rocksteady and the, and the game awards and stuff like that. Uh, maybe cause that definitely brings a lot more attention than maybe the game awards would have. Um, but maybe it's true. You never know. I, for one, really hope that it's true. I have been, you know, we, we talked about it a few weeks back. I was heavily playing some of the, uh, the Batman games from the last generation, the Xbox 360, the, uh, the PlayStation three, um, Arkham Knight games and, uh, Rocksteady did a great job with them. They still hold up as very good games. So hearing that Superman, uh, might get a game by the same developers is super exciting to me because I grew up being a little older than you. I grew up a giant Superman fan. I, I was born the same year that the original Superman movie came out. So I grew up with Superman being the guy, the hero for me as a, as a small child. Uh, and, and it's hard for me to not still look at him as the ultimate good guy who nobody can beat, you know, a, a son from another planet and coming here and, you know, being unable to be beaten by anything, but of course, kryptonite. But it, it, it's so incredible. I, I love Superman, love the song, love all the old movies. Dun, 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 dun. How do you not get your blood? I was going to ask you what the song was, because when you said the Superman song, I'm just like, what is that? Like, That's, I had no idea what oh, you're talking about even. So. Oh, no. Oh, no. Garrett, Garrett, tell me you've seen the Superman movies from the, the 70s through the 80s. The only Superman movies I've seen has been the newer Zack Snyder movies. Blasphemer, man. And Are you I'm serious? Not, I'm not a fan of Superman. That's oh, no. Batman versus Superman, the whole movie. I was rooting for Batman. Screw Superman. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. Okay. I, uh, <laughs> I Ladies and gentlemen, if you can, go on SuperGamerBoys.com. We are going to be looking for a new co-host because Garrett is not working out. Dude, are you serious? Yeah, I'm dead serious. Superman, I buddy. That's like Superman. I don't, he's an all right hero. He's is, just, how, well, there's nothing to like about him. He's invincible. Like, How do you relate to that? Well, look at me. Hello? Okay, I, I, I can see it. Okay, I'm, I'm telling you, honestly, the, the movies... And maybe it's because it's 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 experience. It's just what I grew up with. Absolutely loved Superman, and he is invincible. And that was kind of a cool thing. The dude could fly. I just want to go back to like the whole relatable thing. Yeah, I can totally relate to Batman. You know, dark, brooding. I'm a millionaire. You know, <laughs> you know I, I I relate to Batman on so many levels. Like, how can I not love him? Right, right. I can see that. I can see that. Agreed. Agreed. Um, and you have all those cool gadgets in the car and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you should see my Subaru. It's, <laughs> right? even, it's even black. Right? Uh, no, the, the Superman movies, like the theme was just the, the first thing, John Williams theme. Uh, John Williams came up with some of the greatest themes of the movies from the 70s and 80s that if you hear, you'll know exactly where they're from. And they just have a tendency to be 
something that just gets you riled up, your expectation, your blood flow. Uh, he came up with the Jaws theme. Dun-dun. Okay. Yeah, John John Williams is a baller. Oh, he's the man. And and so Superman was fantastic. Absolutely loved it. Loved the movies. They kind of started getting a little cheesy as we went along. Uh Richard little, Pryor was a in cheesy. Richard Pryor was in Superman 3, I think, and it, it wasn't it wasn't great. It it, was, it really wasn't great. <laughs> so if you could just watch part 1. In fact, that'll be a retro uh review we'll do for one of the films oh, we watch boy. at some point in the future. I will forcibly watch make you watch i just watched that movie recently i made my son who's seven watch it uh he didn't really care for it so much he was into it for a little bit and then he kind of got it's, it's, and then superman came on the screen and he yeah. was out <laughs> and then he said dad i can't relate you know <laughs> i can see how you could pops but i just can't relate no um We'll do that in the future in the Superman, but I'm excited about the possibility of there being a game. Yeah. Uh, so I, I read into the article a little bit. So how this rumor came about in the first place, like I, I talked about before, there's kind of rumors before E3. Well, this time around, uh, basically someone, so someone was perusing the internet as one does, and uh, they were on gamesystemrequirements.com, uh, I believe is the website. Yes. And uh, basically, it's a website where you can go on there and look up the game for your. It's for PC games. You can look up the game you're wanting to purchase um, and see. Hey, does is my computer powerful enough to run this game? Like, do I need to upgrade it? Do I have the minimum specs, recommended specs, all that stuff? Um, and they just decided to go through this list, basically, of rumored games, or you know. So they they did a search for Grand Theft Auto Six, which obviously doesn't exist, but they're like, hey. Uh, maybe it'll show up and if it does maybe that alludes to you know it existing they looked up half-life 3 you know that's a game people have been looking for for like over a decade waiting for half-life 3 to came, come out uh bloodborne 2 none of them were listed and then they decided to search for uh this superman game because after the rumors in the spring right before e3 everyone's like at e3 they're announcing it they didn't announce it so they're like okay maybe this time around you know um which you know We'll talk about this in the next article, but Jeff Keighley alluded to, you know, some games being talked about at uh, being announced at the Game Awards next Thursday. Um, so with that, they searched for uh, it was called Superman World's Finest and it popped up. It exists in their database. There's no information on it, obviously, because it doesn't exist at this point as far as like public knowledge hasn't been announced but uh it is in the game system requirements database um which um and the only reason this means anything to anyone because it could be like oh it's a glitch no big deal or uh someone just added it and it's a fake game like there it was someone maybe i went on there and submitted this game just to get people riled up the only reason this is any sort of credible rumor is because back in uh, let's see I guess it was earlier this year, um, I believe it was, uh, Devil May Cry 5 was also listed on the website. Last, it was last spring. Um, someone found it on there, same, same way they just found you know the Superman game. Someone decided to search, yeah, you know what, Devil May Cry 5, really looking forward to the sequel. There hasn't been announced, but maybe it'll show up. Well, it did. It showed up. And so everyone's, you know, speculate, speculating, hey, at E3, we're going to see an announcement. You wait. Sure enough, they announced it one month before e3 um so that's everyone's big uh big thing with this is hey it was it you know it panned out last time it was a real thing why you know why couldn't it be 
true this time. Keep in mind that Rocksteady has been really quiet. Um, yes. So that's something to keep in mind. Maybe that's why they've been quiet. They have been maybe holding this in. Again, this is all speculation, just kind of us guessing. It's it's a rumor right now. We don't know for sure, but they've been really quiet. Maybe this is what they've been working on. Keep in mind the Batman games that they came out with were absolutely incredible. If if the Superman game that they're coming up with is anything like and in the same vein and has the same morals and the same uh, excitement and adventure uh, and story, then I'm sure that it's going to be fantastic. Uh, the last time that um, Superman games uh, were games not really good. In fact, I'm just going to say standing on top of the mountain of crap, the pile of some of the worst games that have ever come out are Superman games, including the Atari version. And then, of course, the dreaded Nintendo 64 that <laughs> people just seriously have a lot of hate for online. Yeah, no, I've, I've heard the hate for that game. Definitely not a favorite of fans. Um so yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Superman hasn't had a great run at games, but I really think, you know, it was Rocksteady. So Arkham Knight was their last game. Came out June 23rd, 2015. Been over three years now. What have they been doing? That's plenty of time for them to put a game together, you know, that might come out in the next year, year and a half. Um, so I don't know. I'm looking forward to the Game Awards next week and hopefully we'll, we'll get some sort of announcement from them, whether it's Superman or otherwise. I'd be happy with anything at this point. Alrighty, so launching into our next article here, um, uh, you know, let's sw switch this up a little bit. So we just talked about the Game Awards. Um, so the next article is about a tweet from Jeff Keighley, the host and uh, kind of front runner of the the Game Awards. Uh, he tweeted out just this last week that. Uh, there uh, would be at least 10 games announced at, I don't have the direct quote here, I'm missing it, but um, he basically revealed that there's going to be at least 10 games announced at the Game Awards this year, next Thursday. Um, now, what does that mean? Does that mean actual new game announcements? Does that mean, hey, we're just going to, uh, we're getting new um, trailers or information on games that have previously been announced, like Obviously, the word it makes it sounds like it's it's a new game, but can there really be ten completely new games we've never heard of that are coming out? Like I don't know, it just blows my mind to think <laughs> that's that's so many announcements. Like that's more than we get at an E three this last year. You know, like <laughs> right. it'd be insane to have ten new announcements. Um, and the people are getting all hyped up because uh, like in September. So I've been reading from an article here by Liam Doolin at NintendoLife.com. Uh, in September, Keeley posted a photo on his own Twitter account with Nintendo's. Uh, Reggie Fizeme, uh, the head CEO here in the U.S., uh, and celebrity chef Wolfgang Puck. You know, Nintendo and cooking go hand in hand, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but uh, everyone was super excited, freaking out over this tweet because in the po picture of those three guys, Keeley, Reggie, and Wolfgang, um, Reggie was wearing a Metroid, lo a T-shirt with a Metroid logo on it. And it was about a year... Yeah, it was last year's Game Awards when they showed, um, maybe it was last year's E3. I know it was last year, you know, during that first, the first year of the Switch. They showed during a Nintendo Direct a, basically it was just a Metroid logo. Basically telling people that Metroid 4 is coming. There was literally no, it didn't say Metroid Prime 4. It didn't even have any sort of uh, CG trailer or anything. It was just 
picture of space and then the Metroid logo and then it faded to black and everyone lost their crap. Like everyone just like <laughs> was freaking out. Um, and so, yeah, this picture in September, Reggie's wearing his Metroid logo t-shirt. Um, everyone's like, you know, looking into it. Like, obviously, obviously this is him saying, yeah, the Metroid 4 is coming and at the Game Awards. Is that true or not? I don't know. But or is he trolling people? Yeah, exactly. Or is he just trying to get people's he attention? Be, he could be just trolling people. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'm just super excited about watching the Game Awards next week because, you know, that's, that was my favorite thing about the last couple of years of watching is there's so many not only cool trailers for games we already know about, but you get those big reveals, like 10 new, possibly at least 10 new games coming out that we've never even heard of. We have no idea what they're about. And that just excites me a ton. Yeah, I'm excited too. I think it's going to be cool. I'd love to see some some new games that we haven't heard about, but you know, we won't really know until after, after we uh, watch it. And uh, then we'll be able, be able to, of course, talk about it here on the podcast. Yeah, so um, let's see. Well, um We'll move into, yeah, at this point, we don't really have much more information on the Game Awards and stuff, but just want to let you guys know, watch next Thursday. Uh, I believe it's going to be at 6 p.m. Pacific time. That's where we're at. Um, and uh, yeah, tune in. It's completely free to watch. And uh, Can you just watch it on YouTube or do you go to yeah, their so site directly? If you go to uh, the Game Award, just Google the Game Awards. I think their website yeah, is thegameawards.com. Mm -hmm. And there's tons of ways to watch it. You can stream it live through YouTube. But it's probably going to be on Twitch. I think IGN, like every website's going to be streaming it essentially. Nice. Um, and so definitely watch next week, uh, 6 p.m. Pacific time um, for not only cool you know, you'd see all the game awards going on, but you get these cool trailers and, and reveals. Okay. The next article is, um, a big rumor buster. Uh, so earlier in the week, there was an article going around where everyone was freaking out. We are getting the PlayStation portable device that we've always wanted. The switch killer, you know, everyone was calling it, uh, you know, it's, I swear I thought we were in the midst, in the midst of Nerdmageddon. It was insane, dude. Like, I don't know what it was about, about the idea of PlayStation having a new portable console to rival Switch. Dude, nerds were a rioting. They were going crazy. Me included, dude. Me included. Yeah. No, it was insane. I, when I first read the article, it was, you know, basically the rumor was, hey, someone found a patent. Sony's working or patented a um, basically it's a cartridge for for some sort of electronic game. Everyone automatically assumed, oh, obviously it's a game cartridge similar to like what the Nintendo Switch uses. So ergo, you know, PlayStation's obviously making a portable console. And instead of using crappy UMD disc like the PSP did or uh, <laughs> or uh, little SD cards or cartridges and, you know, digital downloads like the Vita did. You know, it's they're making their new proprietary um, cartridge, essentially. Uh, well, literally, probably not even 24 hours later, you know, after people actually did their research, <laughs> after all the articles that had already gone out, everyone is on fire, everything's burning down. Um, they're like, oh, sorry, my bad. These are actually uh, cartridges. They've been around since 2017. And they're, they actually belong to a toy called the Sony Toyo. So it is made by Sony. 
I believe it was only available in Japan, and they use these little cartridges for for games and stuff. So Japan gets the coolest stuff. Dude. Yeah, right. They really do. Yeah. Just constantly Japan only stuff. You know, <laughs> uh, if we ever get a chance to be able to go to Japan at, with the Super Gamer Boys, I'm down, man. Let's go. Oh, totally. We, we need to go to some like old school, like Super Potato. <laughs> That's uh, one yeah. of the one yeah, of the yeah, big the game, you know game retro games. Yeah. yeah, dude. <laughs> No, if, so all of you listeners out there, if you want to send us to to uh, to Japan, uh, hit me up. You know, <laughs> at Super Gamer Boys, send us uh, PayPal. You know, I, I got my Venmo open. Send us some cash, Ola, and we can uh, do a live podcast from. It. <laughs> we are so down, and we are here for you, people. And we're, we want to go and represent the Super Gamer Boys and and you guys. And like, I, you know, I mean, uh, I'll get a tattoo. <laughs> with uh, Super Gamer Boys on it, or whatever you want. I mean, I don't. I don't it depends on where the tattoo has to be. Yeah, and I, I need to pass that through my wife first. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just. I want to go. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah. So this is it had nothing to do with this toy. Isn't part of PlayStation at all. It's you know under the umbrella of Sony. Nothing with PlayStation. So that was kind of a bummer to find out. But it's also one of those things where like, um, you know, everyone's freaking out about this Rocksteady rumor. Uh, I, it kind of just puts in check, um, uh, this, this article about the Sony PlayStation portable device, um, kind of puts a damper I mean, not a damper, but definitely keep, helps you keep your mind in check. Like, Hey, obviously not everything is as it seems like do a little research, use a little common sense. Um, it's probably a lot different than you may initially think. So this is a, you know, that's a perfect example. Like everyone jumped the gun was like, Hey, we're ready for this thing. And then not even 24 hours later, like, Oh, sorry, we actually did our homework and we were wrong. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's, it's a good idea to keep in mind that a lot of times these things are rumors. They're unsubstantiated. They're just, you don't have anything that's concrete uh, to tell you that that's exactly what it is. But it's interesting when you hear things like this and then you see people become so excited about it at the prospect of it that there is an audience there for it. There is an audience there for uh, a Sony product, a PlayStation that is similar in vain to the switch. Um, I don't have a switch. You're a switch owner. You're, you're obviously a switch user. You love it. Um, there's not, as far as I understand, a lot of it is geared towards kids. The majority of the uh, the games are Nintendo based, so there's not a whole lot of like adult oriented uh, action, you know, survival horror. And I mean that that's not something that you find on Switch, correct? Uh, no, you're actually kind of wrong with that. Actually, it, which okay, is forget which that is, I said that. Which is, <laughs> but this is it's definitely it's different with Switch. In the past, I would say yeah, that's true. Like if you bought a Nintendo 3DS mm -hmm. or a DS or a Game Boy, um, not that there wasn't like teen or mature rated games for those things but they definitely weren't as common the switch has definitely changed out of this generation where the switch is um a um it's definitely become a more not adult console but it there's games like you can play doom the new doom game that's like slaying demons and ripping them in half and throwing their intestines against the wall kind of wow. game uh that you can play skyrim on on there like there there are like a lot more bigger open world 
more like shooting game, the violence, the more adult, even like story themes of just like, okay. um, so it's definitely, that's a new thing. This generation, I'm not saying you're, you're no. wrong. Well, like in, no, 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 you, I am wrong. And let's go ahead. <laughs> and I, and I want us to go ahead and keep this in mind. I want us to remember we're, we're, we're looking at December, 2018. It finally happened. Ladies and gentlemen, I was wrong for, for a change. It's never happened before in the history of time. Um, so if, if any of you people that know me or my wife is listening, uh, I admit I was wrong once Just it'll never once. happen again it'll yeah. never have it again <laughs> um but yeah so with with this rumor though like we all got super stoked super excited for this you know switch killer everyone's calling it um it's not happening now but if people it was, started calling it the switch killer that was that was the headlines that was the headlines <laughs> okay the switch killer everyone wow. was adamant that it was going to be wow. the end of nintendo essentially um but with it, with it with it not happening now, like what kind of things would you want in a PlayStation Portable console? Like for me, um, I'll let you think for a minute here, just while because I kind of have a couple things off the top of my head at least, nothing too crazy. But um, I like the fact that the Switch doesn't just have those kind of cheap little that the games don't feel portable. Like in the past, I had my Game Boy, my Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, all those games growing up, um, and all the games felt small they felt uh even to an extent like childish in some ways um they never felt fully and even like the graphics wise like it was always downgraded graphics because it's a handheld device you know it can't handle console quality graphics and that type of thing and the switch this generation has turned that around drastically where the switch is a console and it is a handheld so you can play um doom and it's not going to be as good as your PlayStation 4 or your Xbox One. But man, it still looks way too good than it has any any right to. Um, you can play uh, your Fortnite on there. And granted, it's a cartoony game, but it still looks and runs super smooth, super great. That's what you play um, your Fortnite on is you play it on Switch, don't you? I... I had switched over to Switch for a while after the whole um, uh, Sony cross-platform mm-hmm. deal and Sony backing out. I kind of boycotted Sony for a little <laughs> bit and like, I'm only playing Fortnite on Switch then. Uh, but now that Sony's reversed that now too, I'm kind of black back on uh, PlayStation. But yeah, so with that, I think if Sony was to come out with a portable console, you know, I've owned the PSP, which was their first portable console they made. And I never owned the Vita, but I played a little bit of it. They were, they all had great games and they had pretty decent graphics, but I think if they could come out and have like, if it could run God of War or Spider-Man and it looked pretty near as good as, you know, what the PS4 version looks like, man, I think they could have something incredible on their hands. Um, and, uh, to give me the console quality gaming on the go, like that's what I want. That's what I love most about my switch is to be able to pick it up and know, I'm not just playing with a Game Boy here. Like this is a lot of power and you know, you can play it on the go and not have to worry about, you know, you still have a decent battery life and all that. It's not like, oh, it's dead in like two hours. Like you can last three or four hours, many on the game, sometimes five if you're playing a smaller game. And then you just plug it into like a little portable battery pack and you can get another six hours out of it or something. Like you it's it's insane. So that's that's what I would like to see out of a Sony thing. Like if they could basically want do one or two better than switch and come out with those Sony quality graphics on the handheld. That'd be incredible. No, that, that sounds really great. Uh, and I would want the same thing. I'm coming from a little bit of a different uh, position because I have never 
Remember, I'm I'm a new video game virgin. It's just recently getting into uh, the swing of things. I've never actually owned or even played any handheld game ever. I've never played once. Never a Game Boy. Not a Game never, Boy Color. You've never played a game like Tetris on Game Boy or anything? Never once. Never I once. Am. No, I never had. No, none of my friends ever wanted to play. No, I just never, I never had any opportunity to play that. I played a lot of uh, regular Nintendo when I was younger. Uh, and then I had a buddy who had a, a Super Nintendo. We got, at the same time, we got a Sega Genesis. So my middle school years um, through like the very beginning of high school was playing Sega Genesis and occasionally going to my buddy's house, my best friend, uh, and I would play Super Nintendo at Dave's house. Dave would come and play Sega Genesis at my house. And that was, that was it. We didn't, we, neither of us had, uh, portables and none of our other buddies had them. We would just kind of switch back and forth playing that stuff. So I, I never got to play a portable system. I've looked at a lot of, a lot of stuff online lately, you know, with the advent of YouTube going so crazy and uh, i have yeah leaned. this new thing youtube on the internet i've never heard of it before but it's it's pretty popular it's oh, pretty pretty it's, big now most the kids on there are quite a bit of uh, entertainment let me tell you but um <laughs> i uh i've recently really been leaning towards trying to get a switch for my son be um we're kind of going back and forth you know i've for yourself I, you mean <laughs> Absolutely. But I have to like, I have to say my son in quotes. So that way, you know, my wife, like, you know, is like, well, okay, if it's for the boy, <laughs> uh, no, no, but you know, honestly, for me, where I'm at financially in my life, it's hard to, to afford the money to purchase that for him. But at the same time, he's seven. So I really am concerned with how well he would take care of it. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Know? And I, do, I don't want it to be a situation where, man, he just loves it to death and he just drops it a few times until it's dust. You know? yeah, I, no, totally. Yeah, so um, I've been looking at actually some retro handheld systems and thinking about getting him that just for some on-the-go play and, and mostly for just keeping him occupied in the car when we have long road trips <laughs> totally. to, to LA or something like that because there's a whole lot of are we there yet are we there yet are we there yet are we there yet are we there yet? and I'm just tired of that stuff and my <laughs> wife's like hey we're feeding the addiction by getting more video games um, I notice every week that I do a different voice for my wife um, and <laughs> I'm so worried about my perfect angel of a wife listening to this podcast and hearing one one week she sounds like she's a smoker and like you know complete old person who's like very upset and, and crotchety or whatever and then, sometimes i make her sound so horrible but she's not i love i love my <laughs> wife uh janet if you're listening you're amazing uh and i just do this for comedy effect but yeah i don't no, know so why he's winking at me but <laughs> it's kind of throwing me off yeah i don't <laughs> oh gosh thank you <laughs> <laughs> um, no, and, and you just kind of remind me of another thing that I would really want on a Sony console is like a portable console is if they could pack the power and give it a good price. Like the switch is a little towards the higher end, but it's not terrible. Like to pay two ninety nine for what it is like, that's it's a, it's a chunk of change, but it's not a, you know, it's not horrible. So where if a Sony could bring in a much more powerful console at that same price point, man, that'd be a steal. Where are they at on the battery thing? I know there was there was talk not that long ago. I think battery life is kind of an issue, right? That it that your playtime is is limited to what with four? the switch. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like I was saying just a little bit ago, um, 
it depends on what game you're playing. If you're playing like uh, I was playing Dead Cells this last week um, on the plane, I could easily get four or five hours because it's just like kind of lower, like lower resolution, resolution. Or less frames per second. Kind of thing. like the graphic style is a little more like, I don't know, 16 bit type thing, sure. like kind of like, uh, you know, it reminds me of like a retro, like Super Nintendo game or like Sega Genesis game or something, something along those lines like that. And uh, so with that, you get a lot more you know life out of the battery and if i was playing legend of zelda breath of the wild man that drains your battery like you got maybe two hours if you're lucky if you if you have the brightness down or something that'll kill the battery but you know the big thing is you can buy these portable battery packs for so cheap now i have one where i can uh i think i got it for uh, i'm gonna i don't know i don't want to say a price because then i'll be like oh i was way off uh it was like maybe 50, 40, 50 bucks, uh, asterisk. <laughs> and, uh, um, it's like the size of a deck of cards and I can recharge my battery and my switch about two or three times with that. So if I'm playing breath of the, uh, breath of the wilds, that's about six or seven hours of playtime. That's a good chunk of playtime there. Um, away from, you know, the dock to charge it. Um, but if I'm playing dead cells, man, I could go on for like 48 hours with that sucker. <laughs> like, so, um, so yeah, it's the battery can be an issue, but I never find myself away from a charger for that long. Well, there was talk not that long ago about they're coming out with a new, a new switch that had, uh, so I don't know if it was better LEDs and a it's, better it's a battery. Rumor. It's a, it's a rumor okay. where like a lot of people think because they re they iterated on like the DS and 3DS and like, there's all these different models. It's everyone's like, okay, obviously they're going to come out with a newer version of switch that'll either have like better screen on it or like the, the idea is like, they'll have like a, uh, a premium model that has a better screen and maybe slightly better battery and better graphics. And then they'll have like an economy model for, for the kids and stuff. It'll be a little cheaper and you know, it's maybe a little, you know, on the cheap run in some ways. So that's, that's just all kind of speculation and rumor, but nothing for sure. So, um, yeah. Uh, well, let's see. The last news article isn't really a news article. It, well, it's news, but, I just want to hit it because it makes me laugh. Um, so it's about Kim Kardashian. Yeah, my favorite. About her running for president. Singer? What does she do? I don't even know. Kim Kardashian is she? She a was cook? in a film. There was a, a film. Cook? There was a film that she was in. Is she? Um, uh, I, I haven't seen the film. She's famous for some reason, but yeah. I can't quite put my finger um, on it. No. But she's my favorite. Whatever she does, I don't oh, know. She's my favorite. No. <laughs> I, <clears throat> I could not even like pick her out of a lineup. If someone's like, hey, "Okay, Are here's here's five pictures. Pick out Kim." God, God, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. I have no, no, I don't think I've ever, I, I yeah, do not, she, I do not keep up with the Kardashians. She's I'm sorry. Okay. She's, she's, she's okay. If you're <laughs> into that whole gorgeous, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so overrated. Oh my but, gosh. Um, why, why am I sweating in here? Yeah, I don't, yeah, got warm. I don't know. It's a collar is yeah. a little tight right now at the moment. Um, yeah, but, uh, so this last news thing I just want to hit, uh, and kind of laugh at a little bit was, uh, exclusive variety.com by Justin Kroll, black Panther scribe, um, or for, you know, everyone else in the world writer. I don't know why, who calls him a scribe? Like no one does it. The black Panther writer, Joe Robert Cole has been tapped to write the call of duty movie sequel. Uh, 
you remember that hit movie call of duty that came out yeah. uh wait no that yeah. never came out that doesn't exist yeah. no. well apparently they're working on the sequel so, how does that work how do so, they just jump a whole, a whole movie so it's not that this first movie is not coming out but activision blizzard studios is so like sure in their mind that call of duty is going to be the best movie in the world that they're already hiring people to produce and write the second movie I know there's another rumor going around that the first movie is being penned by Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, I, I, it's, yeah true story. Your true guess story. is as good as mine. Google that. Google it. Um, Hand to God. Yeah, so I just wanted to kind of make fun of this because, uh, first off, video game movies are never good. Unfortunately, we haven't had a good video game movie ever. And if Call of Duty is the first one. Ready Player One. <sighs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> come on. Did you watch it? I didn't. It's really great. But I heard so many bad things about it. Well, people are sucky and, and they're and, wrong. No, it was, it was fun. I, I went and, into and, it. And, and that has, that. that's a game with video game characters. Right. But I wouldn't say like, so it, yeah, it may be great. It may be incredible, but I want to see a game based off a video game or a movie based off a video game. That's good. I'm and looking I'm, for Uncharted to happen. And when yeah, Uncharted right? happens, I'm there. Well, there's rumors about that. Tom Holland, who plays Spider-Man in Marvel, he's been tapped to play. Uh, there's rumors going around that he might play a young Nathan Drake in an Uncharted movie. We'll see. Right. I would be totally down for that. But anyways, yeah, so this article is kind of uh, really not news at all. But I just think it's stupid because uh, the first movie is not even out yet. And they're like, oh, yeah, we're getting <laughs> we're ramping up for the second movie because the first one's going to kill. You got to admit, Black Panther was pretty great. Black so oh, no. Black Panther is incredible. So yeah. if this writer can do anything like what he did for Black Panther for Call of Duty, great. But I just don't think they're going to make it past the first movie. I feel like the first movie is going to bomb and they're gonna be like, ooh, sorry. Yeah, we're going to back the, off. A the writer is going to end up actually putting the character Black Panther yeah. in the movie, <laughs> you know, and he's like, well, it worked in the other film yeah, I right. did, you know. <laughs> But okay, cool. Uh, well, let's move on to new releases here. We'll just hit these super quick for you. Um, nothing really of note, um, at least for us personally, but hey, everyone has their likes and dislikes. Uh, I won't judge. <laughs> um, Dark Sider. Oh, he will judge. I, he will judge. I'll, sil me. I'll silently <laughs> judge you know, in the background. I won't, right? I'll never to your face. Uh, Dark Siders 3 on PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Uh, and again, these are all from this previous week, so they're all out already. Go check them out if they're your thing. Um, so Darksiders 3, PC, PS4, Xbox One. This War of Mine Complete Edition uh, is out on Switch. Ride 3 is out on PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Roller Coaster Tycoon Adventures on Switch. Um, and then uh, it's the beginning of a new month, so that means PlayStation Plus... And Xbox Games with Gold has some new free games of the month out for you. So PlayStation 4 has Soma. Which is a painkiller that a lot of a lot of people took in the 90s. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's a pain reliever, right? Oh, I, I didn't know there was a game called oh, Soma. Yeah, there is. And uh, it's actually, um, it was a pretty, if I remember correctly, it's actually pretty highly critically acclaimed. Um, and... It kind of influenced the Bioshock franchise, if I'm remembering that correctly, uh, or maybe it was the other way around. I, I, I just know um, they're related in some way, like one kind of uh, 
kind of influenced the other. So it's a similar vein, which makes me excited to play because I love Bioshock. Um, I just know I've had a couple friends who are like, hey, like, if you like this, check this out. Um, we'll see. Uh, let's see. I think I was wrong. So Bioshock influenced this game, not the other way, because this game came out in originally in 2015. So it's about three years old, which is way after Bioshock. So ignore that last comment I said. <laughs> um, but I just know I've heard people tell me like, hey, if you like this game, check this game out. And it's going to be free on PS4 next month uh, or this month. Wink, wink. Mm-hmm. Uh, Soma uh, Onrush is another one. Not one I'm super familiar with, but um, check them out. They're free. If you have PlayStation Plus, why not? Uh, for PlayStation 3, uh, Steradin and Steinsgate. Those are two games coming for PS3. And then for PlayStation Vita, uh, Iconoclast is coming out, uh, which is a cross-buy with PS4, which means you download it um, on your Vita, or even if you don't have a Vita, you can download it on your PS4. So really three games came out for PS4 this month, so awesome. Uh, and then Papers, Please for PlayStation Vita. And then the Xbox games with gold are Cube 2, Never Alone, Dragon Age 2, and then uh, an Xbox original game, Mercenaries, Playground of Destruction. Um, but we don't care about Xbox, so screw them. <laughs> You're speaking a little too soon, but okay. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sure they're great games, but I don't own an Xbox, so I don't, you know, I'll never play them. I'm sorry. Well, speaking unless, of it- unless someone wants to, uh, you know, you can either fund our uh, J- Japan trip or fund my Xbox One X. Uh, again, hit me up, PayPal, Venmo, they're all open. Send us some cash. If you really love our content, you know, it's Good to support the people you love. You know. Either way, either way. <laughs> um, I'm down for the Japan trip or the Xboxes. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I want you all to keep in mind, <clears throat> Xbox is an American-made thing, and this podcast right here is done right here in the good old U.S. of A. We, we're American, or it's apple pie, or is apple cider vinegar, or or is uh, olive oil with butter, no. We're pretty, we're, we're pretty American. I mean, he kind of looks shifty, but uh, <laughs> we'd love to have some Xboxes. So, so we're now, we're not above begging. We're not above begging, except for right now. No, no, just kidding. <laughs> Relax, everyone. We're not, we're not asking for no, any money. Not at all. Wink. No. <laughs> not, not just say no more. Say no Okay, so let's uh, move on to the next segment. What you playing? So. I don't know if, JJ, you want to start off? Yes, absolutely. So what I have been playing is uh, a couple of things. On the Super Nintendo uh, Classic that we have at the house, I have been playing Dr. Mario. Dr. Mario stands the test of time and is still one of the best games I've ever played. So much fun, and it's got so much replay value. I have been playing Dr. Mario... um, with my with my wife with my son and we've just been having a blast with it uh my my wife played this game and has a lot of really fond memories janet uh played it with her dad a lot when she was younger so she's got a lot of fond memories and i'm not gonna lie she's pretty good and she actually smokes me quite a bit (laughs) playing this game and i hate saying that out loud but um it got so bad to the point where um 
I was playing every couple of days. I'd come home and we, she'd be like, hey, you want to play some Dr. Mario? And I'm like, well, of course I'd love to play some Dr. Mario. Um, but I do tell you that I will have to beat you, darling, because that's what I do. But unfortunately, that is not what I do. What I do is I get smoked like a cigarette by my wife. <laughs> she is just beating me horribly, mercilessly. And one of the saddest things that has ever happened to me, Garrett, was my wife looking me in the eye and saying, if you want, you can play a couple levels down below me so you have a better chance of winning. <laughs> Talk about shame. <laughs> Complete and I, utter that, that cuts to the shame. cuts to the core. Yeah. I'm not gonna say that I didn't take her up on that <laughs> because I did. And she still beat me. It's, it's the truth. She's just smoking me really bad. She's she's good. She's yeah. good. Just a, a disclaimer, Dr. Mario does not come on the Super Nintendo Classic, what? It but uh, what? there are ways and mis there are mysterious and magical ways where some games may end up on your device that weren't originally there. So I just wanted to say that hmm. so we don't get a bunch of people saying, "Interesting." I don't have Dr. Mario on my Super Nintendo what Mini. Is so this is so uh, crazy. What it's are you just some, some magical, mystical, weird you know, spirits in your Nintendo. I don't know. Something weird. Must be but. Harry Potter. <laughs> um, but yeah, anything else you've been playing or is that kind of the, the main um, thing? That's pretty much it. I've been playing a little bit more of the Uncharted 4 game um, in the in the limited amount of time. You know, we, we had Thanksgiving and uh, lots of lots of stuff going on with family uh, in from out of town. Lots of visiting and uh, cavorting. And then, of course, there was the Black Friday shopping fiasco. <laughs> um, I thought I had I had lost the wife for good uh, <laughs> and my pocketbook because um, she was just like, no, we're going to need another hundred. I'm just yeah, pull out another hundred. And those hundreds go really fast. Like they really do. They really do. And I don't I don't know what she got for it. I'm not seeing any bags with my name on it. <laughs> you know, so yeah, right. I'm hoping You're it's all for look, me. Looking under the Christmas tree, nothing has my name on it. Yeah, what's up with that? Nothing. I'm I'm kinda, you know. Uh yeah, so I've been playing a little bit more of the Uncharted 4 game. It's just so much fun and so easy to get back into. Uh, one thing that just happened today, uh, you know, uh, there was some Black Friday deals. We all know about the Black Friday deals and how, you know, I made a joke about it right now. My wife always goes crazy Black Friday shopping. So just went crazy on a little bit of a Black Friday deal. My buddy Garrett, uh, took a bullet for the team and said, <laughs> Hey, uh, because Black Friday, uh, deal that was rocking over at the GameStop was, uh, 69 bucks for an Xbox 360 and uh, they give you a rebate that you can mail in and you get a uh, you get your $69 back uh, with a Visa uh, a gift card right um, and so he he mentioned it to me shared it with me on on uh, Twitter and I was like oh dude that's getting the next Xbox 360 for free I would have to be stupid to not do that oh my gosh I'm not stupid so so I went to my wife like a grown man does and I said please honey oh my gosh please I really want to get an Xbox 360 I need it I need it for educational purposes for for the podcast yeah that's it for the podcast so that way you know I can play some Xbox 360s games and uh, we can talk about it um, <clears throat> you know on the, on the podcast and she said Oh, heck no. Uh-uh. You don't need another video game console. Get out of here with your crazy self, JJ, man. You cray-cray. And um, so I 
I wiped my tears and uh, I told Garrett, she's not going to let me, she's being mean. And so Garrett went ahead and bought the Xbox 360 and uh, and gifted it to me. Merry Christmas. God bless us, everyone. And, yeah, uh, like all, all, all zero dollars of it. You can have <laughs> right. I, I, that's how I felt. How I felt too. I was just like, it's free. Like I, right? I, I had to convince my wife too. She wasn't super on board at first either. But wait, how does it work? I was just like, <laughs> I, I mail in this thing as long as I don't forget to do the mail in rebate, <laughs> which I did right away. The second I could do it, I did it. Uh, yeah, it's a free console. You can't can't go wrong. Yeah. It's like and and yeah, you haven't played a lot of those three sixty games that three sixty PS three era, so. What better way to get you started than a premium refurbished certified Xbox 360 from GameStop? Yes. Ding, ding. <laughs> so I am excited. Uh, I'm actually looking at the box right now. Um, I Right after work, I kind of did a little perusing over at the GameStop and picked up a couple of games. And I'm kind of excited to try that out tonight. Uh, my son, I told my son, I said, hey, you know, guess what? Dad might be bringing home an Xbox 360. <laughs> Don't tell mom. Don't tell mom. <laughs> You know, no, I, I told the wife and she's like, yes, very cool. Yeah. Uh, but she understands. For, for we're just pl- not allowed to speak to each other. Like me and no, JJ, nope. if, if Janet finds out we're in trouble. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so uh, he's he's all excited that he gets to uh, play. So he wants to play Minecraft in his room. Right now we get the Minecraft on the PlayStation. So he's like, dad, can I play Minecraft? And I said, absolutely. Well, when I went to the, the store right now, the Minecraft game was actually still pretty pricey. So so I, I chose not to. So he's not, he's got a couple of other like uh, Lego Batman games and stuff like that. So uh, he'll, he'll get to play some of that tonight. And then when he goes to sleep, I'm playing some of the original Red Dead Redemption. So uh, I, I, I borrowing that from a friend. So what is it that you are playing right now, Garrett? Uh, nothing too crazy. Um, so Red Dead Redemption 2, I've barely been able to touch. Uh, just with Thanksgiving, we traveled. We were down in San Diego with family. Um, so I was away from the PS4 for a bit. And because of that, uh, I played my Switch. As I mentioned before, I played my Switch on the plane and down there a little bit playing some Dead Cells. Um, I love that game so much. Uh, my only gripe with it is I wish it was like about half the length that it is. Like It's a game where if I could beat it in like seven or eight hours it'd be perfect but the fact that i put like 10 15 hours into it and i'm not even close to beating the game kind of drives me nuts a little bit because it's a game it's a pretty much every buzzword in in the book it's a metroidvania style roguelike generally uh you know um uh what's the word i'm thinking of it's procedurally generated like everything all the little buzzwords you know for every game you could possibly think and uh so the idea is like you go until you die and then you restart and then you start as a new character and then you go until you die. And every time you get a little more powerful and a little more powerful until finally you can beat the game. So I've died probably thousands of times in this game. <laughs> and that's that's the point of the game. You know, that's what you're supposed to do. But uh-huh. I really it's one of those games. I love it and I hate it so much. It's like, I just want to beat the stupid thing. <laughs> it's uh, but that gameplay loop of like living, dying, living, dying, going back, like live, die, repeat kind of thing. It's kind of addicting. Um, so I touched that a little bit and then. Uh, last month's PlayStation Plus game was Yakuza Kiwami, uh, <laughs> which I played about the first hour, and I think I only beat up about one person. Uh, the intro is long and tedious, a lot of cutscenes, and a lot of and very, very, very Japanese game. Like all, it's all it's subtitled with, you know, the audio is all in Japanese, so you can't understand what people are saying. You got to read the subtitles, and just 
you know, the characters are so like outrageous, like the outrageous this anime style. Um, and I don't know, it's, it's fun. It's a fun game. I don't know how much more I'm going to play, but it was one of those things like before the podcast, I'm like, I got to play something different. <laughs> so I picked it up and played it for like two hours the other night. And I'm like, okay, the first hour was just cut scenes. And the second hour was like, uh, shopping for a wedding ring for someone. So I was just like, I didn't even get, to, <laughs> I barely got to beat up anyone, but I, so I, I see that you're rocking back on the PS plus you, you must've picked up the $40 PS plus. Heck yeah. yeah. PlayStation Pick Plus goes on sale for 40 bucks. Of course, I'm picking I that up. I saw it See, I went with the PlayStation Plus a week before that deal. Because that's wah. the kind of genius I am. Uh, <laughs> but I played I played the Yakuza game too. And uh, I had the same, the same thoughts. That that Yakuza game was fun. It's totally different. It's super Japanese. Not, not really the game that I play the kind of game that i play uh but yeah you have to like beat people up with weapons so it's like pick up this barrel and beat them over the head with this and it's, yeah my my wife was watching this he's like okay so the point is to just beat the crap out of people with Heck these yeah <laughs> like apparently you're be fighting on the street pick up that bicycle beat him in the head of the bicycle that's real uh, life that's yeah. real life right you're there. in the office uh pick up that computer beat him over the head with the computer like whatever you see inside that office chair it's fair <laughs> game man like it's yeah it's pretty pretty insane but uh yeah, so I play a little bit of that, and uh, what I'm super excited for is I believe either um, as we're recording this on Friday, tonight, or tomorrow, it's either tonight or tomorrow, Red Dead Online should be available. And you better believe I'm going on there, and I'm going to do some heist and, you know, find some friends and shoot up some other rival gangs or something. So I'm excited about that, because I've loved Red Dead single-player campaign, but to be able to run around with my buddies and wreak some havoc i can't wait for that i've got people that i know uh, some of my nephews that have been waiting to get the game specifically after the online comes on online you know they're excited about the multiplayer uh, aspect of it so more power to you i i may or may not have santa bring it to me at christmas time we'll have to wait and see <laughs> cool uh so um we are going to run into the retro review we're doing retro review round two and uh we watched rocky this week did we ever i'm so excited so happy for you that you watched the greatest film of all time that's right i said it is that that, that those are you go on go what's what is your retro review on this let me kind of collect my thoughts a little bit i want to hear what you have to say you know i okay. think i went first last week i'm gonna let you go for okay. this so last week we did the original terminator garrett had never uh as an adult watched terminator he saw bits and pieces growing up um so i coerced him some would say forced into watching the terminator and uh, his life was changed forever but now We've brought it up to another level. We are somewhere completely different. We went to not only just an action film, but a beautiful, a beautiful film, a movie unlike anything else, except for the other four or five of them that came afterwards. But the original, the original Rocky, it stands the test of time, man. You can't say that, that movie's cheesy. You can't say, oh, Oh, so 70s. Oh, so 80s. You got to look at that film. And I know, I know in your heart of hearts, Garrett, I want to hear from you right now saying, dude, I'm complete. This is the greatest film I've ever seen in my life. What is, I want you <laughs> so, to say it. So here, here's my take. Uh, I don't know if I would classify this as an action movie, like you said. Uh, more of a drama, definitely more drama, a very slow drama. Uh, <laughs> How dare you? Um, 
it it was not i told trudy trudy again i forced trudy to watch this with me um which I, multiple times i was like i'm sorry i'm sorry i made you watch this <laughs> if you have to apologize <laughs> And she's like, no, no, I enjoy watching old movies. I'm like, yeah, you're right. This is an old movie. <laughs> 1976. Uh, you can tell it's from then. And I told her this, though. I was like, it's not a bad movie. It just like, I guess it just wasn't what I was expecting. Because I had heard about oh. Rocky all these years. And in my head. What did you expect? In my head, I guess, I just, everyone just talks about the fight. Everyone like oh. you always see the montage of him training for like five <laughs> minutes. Yeah. And then everyone just talks about the fight or everyone like the whole mythos of Rocky is just he's a boxer. And so in my head, I'm like, oh, there's fighting and there's like there was more sure. action and kind of like excitement. And then it was a drama and it's two hours long, which <laughs> that was a long movie. Long. Um, and uh, the first hour and 45 minutes is just his life it's just his everyday life and so that's why i said to trudy i'm like this isn't a bad movie like i it's one of those things where like oh this is really neat like it's a neat character and like they dove deep into his life kind of thing like people he's interacting with and this relationship with adrian and all these things i'm like okay so they really fleshed out and like you know even him talking about growing up and how like yeah hey i'm a dummy but i i got a good body and you know and adrian's like i'm i'm i don't got a body but i got a brain and all this stuff and you know they really flesh out the characters and their lives and the dynamic between the friends and rocky and all this stuff but yeah i guess it just so it wasn't a bad movie it just like wasn't it didn't live up to those expectations right. that I guess I had had in my head all these years. Yeah. Um, There's aspects which, of action, but it is not yeah. an action film. It, so, it's a story. Yeah. So coming away from it, I'm like, okay, like that, yeah, that, that was, it was a good movie. It just, I was totally blown away with like, that was nothing like I expected. And it was super like seventies, like the whole thing, <laughs> like even just the way, like they talk and act and like the long drawn out awkward sequences and stuff. I'm just like, okay, this is paced just like an older movie. And you can tell it's just, it's a classic. Like, yeah, I would suggest you, you watching at some point, don't, don't subject Trudy to this right now, but watching Rocky two, uh, and then go ahead and skip the rest of the films. I hate saying that. I know my brother's going to kill me for saying I've heard that. Some not so great things about the later ones. The so later I, ones are not, not great. <laughs> I mean, I look at them a little different just from a, a kid's perspective, from what I recall, you know, like, uh, hey, yo, Adrian, you know, like uh, later on, yo, uh, Adrian, you know, yo, hey, hey, yo, yeah, yeah. hey, yo, hey, uh, hey, you get me, oh, you get me, you yeah, understand, yeah, you, you, get know, it? you understand, you know, I have a couple of hot times with words. You know, hey, um, hey, let's get the Philly <laughs> cheese stick. Hey, hey, he, he, uh, in, in part four, he, he fights Ivan Drago. I will crush you. And he's like, the, you know, it's at the time, I thought it was great. I watch it now and I'm like, oh, lots of cheese. Oh, yeah. lots of cheese. Uh, the original movie isn't an action movie. It's a story and it is drama. And there there's aspects of this underdog who comes from underneath. He's a nobody. He's a nothing. He's a bum. And he's got somebody who is believing in him and pushing him and... With all of that and a whole community coming up around him and look what he was able to attain. He fought with the greatest fighter in the world, the world heavyweight champion, and he went toe to toe with the world champion. He went the distance. And he held him. He held his ground. You know, Now he didn't win, but it was it's it's a beautiful story. You know, according according to the synopsis on Voodoo, I think I watched it. uh, He did win in his heart because he got Adrian in the end. 
no 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 i agree i I read that i'm like but he didn't win and then i'm like okay i see what you're doing there but but in all honesty and and i could be looking at i've watched the movie many many times it is my favorite movie of all time and and so i just i don't know what it is about that underdog story and uh you know he's not a genius he he comes across like kind of a a dummy but he's just got so much heart and you can you got to respect somebody who puts everything uh into something and just gives it everything they have you know no totally yeah and i yeah so my my final review score is uh out of two thumbs i give it one and a half thumbs one and a half thumbs hey that's pretty good that's pretty (laughs) good huh because yeah it, it was not like i said it wasn't a bad movie it wasn't what i expected um i did enjoy it though this is one of those things like i was like i don't know what this is like this isn't what i thought but yeah I did like it. I think it you've got you got good taste in movies. But now, bad, so. what about what about Trudy? Where where was she at? Was she like uh, no good? This what was you one doing? she didn't really give me one way or another. So uh-huh. I don't know. I'll, I'll have to ask her another day, and we'll see. But I don't know, she she didn't leave the room, so that's saying something. Very good. I'm glad that you tried it, and I think for next week we'll discuss it. But uh, I'd like for you to possibly suggest a movie, whether it's something new or old or whatever that you like that we can watch and then uh, talk about next week yeah we'll figure something out cool well at this point um we're gonna do things a little different this episode we're an hour in now we have one more segment but i know not everyone necessarily cares about this segment so we're gonna do an outro but then if you're a true fan who loves what we do and you want to keep listening and hear our predictions about the game awards Stick with us because we will hit those. But uh, so first and foremost, I want to say everyone who's been listening this far. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for all the support. Thank you for yeah all those all those listens, all those downloads. We're getting some reviews and ratings. Um, it's been huge. And just to see people's support on the Facebook page, liking us. Um, remember, we have Instagram and Twitter, too. You can follow us at both of those locations. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. Don't be shy. Please. Invite, invite your friends. You know, everyone's welcome. We got plenty of beer here. I mean, uh, <laughs> plenty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, this a big hearty thank you because you guys uh, listening, um, knowing that people listening really makes it a lot more fun this is already fun to record this podcast even if no one listened but it's more fun to know that people are listening and enjoying it and uh if you ever have any feedback like hey this really sucked don't do this again um remember you can find us at uh twitter and instagram at super gamer boys facebook is facebook.com slash super gamer boys um and then we have our website up and running as well supergamerboys.com and there's a little contact us section um and you can click on that and you know fill out that form submit a question a complaint if you have an uh you know an idea for a segment for the show if you have an idea for a movie for us to watch if you have an idea for anything like literally if you want to see us do something you know triple dog dare us to do something yes <laughs> i'm down i'll do it i'll do anything that, and if you can think of things that will get us hey guys here's an idea for you guys to get those darn xboxes share it with us and <laughs> definitely share it with some <laughs> friends and if you can if you haven't already rated us on itunes um 
we really would appreciate it. It it would help a lot getting us out there and getting more people, uh, getting their eyes on on our product and what we're doing. And uh, the more people that listen, the the bigger that this can be, and uh, we can grow this community into something really special. We we just appreciate you. And if you want to uh, reach out to either of us individually, you could always hit us up individually at on Twitter. Uh, he is at G Lang, and I am at JJ Purdom. So you can always do that as well. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, going back to, um, yeah, the sharing it thing, like use that share button on, on Facebook, share it with your friends. Don't be afraid. Let your nerd flag fly, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, uh, retweet our post on Twitter. Uh, I know you can't really share stuff on Instagram, but like those things, um, share it in your stories. We actually had, a, a buddy of, uh, uh, JJ's, you know, he shared a couple of our posts on, on Instagram. So, I believe his name is Mike. Uh, so shout out to Mike. Thank yep, you. Mike for, Daly, thank you, sir. Thank you for uh, sharing that in your stories and getting the word out there. We got a few follows and likes from that. So that's awesome. Um, so yeah, let your buddies know because we want to take over the worlds um, and, uh, you know, have everyone listening to this at all times. Um, <laughs> just a constant stream of these. One uh, of us. The machinations <laughs> is too crazy, man, you know? Starting the Super Gamer Boys cult, and uh, you can join at supergamerboys.com. You can buy your packs of Kool-Aid now. <laughs> um, so uh, to all you who don't care about the Game Awards next week, uh, see you next week. See you next time. And now... Hey, is anybody still here? I don't know. I think they've all left, but... Okay. Well, if it's just we'll, you we'll and me keep, talking... We'll keep going anyways. Well, I, mean, I think that one guy farted. I'm not going to lie. It stunk there for a little bit. Yeah, jeez. Turn the fan on. Gusting. No. Mm. Oh, wait. Oh, you're still listening. Oh, oh sorry. Oh, hey. Oh, uh. <laughs> we love you guys. Just thank you for sticking yeah. with us. <clears throat> kind um, of embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. So let's get into these Game Award predictions. I, for one, am super excited about... The Game Awards next Thursday. I've watched the last couple of years, and it's just such a fun um, celebration of video games as a whole. Not just even you know the bro dude Call of Duty culture, like I don't know that people think of with video games, like oh, the high schooler stays up all night and doesn't have a life. But <laughs> you I, mean us? Yeah, yeah. I guess it's, it's pretty much us <laughs> now. <laughs> but. uh but also like i love how they celebrate the industry as a whole where hey you know what we're going to celebrate um different genres of games we're going to celebrate uh you know not just the game itself but also like the creators of the game we're gonna hey we're gonna give an award for the best narrative for the best like the people who wrote this game you guys nailed it the best art direction all you artists and graphic uh, like the 3d designers and like landscape designers you get an award for this and like really recognizing all aspects of what it takes to make a video game because it's not like a game not like you drop like a, a post-it note in a machine and then out this machine just poops out a disc with a game in it like that'd be sweet it would be sweet. That'd be so sweet. But uh, it's no, it, like some of these games can take two, three, 10, 15 yeah. years. Like if it's if it's a Final Fantasy 15 situation, you're waiting like 10 plus years for the game or Kingdom Hearts 3, which is coming out this January, maybe. <laughs> um, it's been over 10 years. Like I played the second one when I was in middle school and now here I am a grown adult one. I can't, I can't wait to play a, 
a weird Japanese anime Disney game. Uh, <laughs> I got a nephew who plays that uh, and I constantly am teasing him. I've never seen it, but he, he constantly plays it. And, and then he gets so passionate when, when uh, I ask him, I'm like, it's a great game. You're like, mm, you're like 25, dude, what are you doing playing kingdom? And he's like, Oh, it's so great. Unc. You got <laughs> He's so excited and passionate about it that he makes me want to play it. You yeah. know, that it kind of does sound like a lot of fun. Yeah, so um, so I just love the celebration of everything and all the hype and the lights and the show and the craziness and the reveals and the new trailers, like last year getting the new Death Stranding trailers. And um, we've had, you know, announcements for tons of, you know, new games that are coming out. And um, But we wanted to talk about the awards, the nominees, and what our predictions are. Now, we haven't necessarily played all these games, so our caveat here is these aren't necessarily our votes. But these are what we think might win the game of the year based off of um, either if we've played it or if we haven't played it, we've watched trailers or we've read reviews or, you know, we both listen to gaming podcasts. Like I listen to a lot of kind of funny stuff um, and as well as IGN uh, reviews as well. And they're like podcast beyond beyond. <laughs> yeah. You don't listen to Beyonce. I you, don't. You don't, know. You don't. I listen know. to a lot of kind of funny. And then I also listen to uh, the retro gamers. Um, I really like that that podcast quite a bit. And it's a couple of buddies similar to us that, that do the podcast together. Yeah. So, so it's, that's kind of where we're coming at this. So if you don't like that idea already, well, I guess see you later, but for all you real gamers out there who just want to hear a couple of idiots talk about some video games they haven't played, then stay tuned. <laughs> stay tuned. <laughs> um, so let's start with the first one here. Game of the year. The nominees are Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Celeste, God of War, Marvel Spider-Man, Monster Hunter World, and Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, so right off the bat, I think that... I, I really think that God of War will take this. Dude, there are some big dogs in this fight. Yeah, no, it's massive. Like, Assassin's Creed Odyssey has been huge. Like, way bigger than any Assassin's Creed game in the past. Um, Spider-Man killed it for a Spider-Man game and PlayStation exclusive, like it did sold insane numbers. Um, Red Dead Redemption two has been insanity as well. Um, and then, uh, I played a little monster hunter world. I'd never played a monster hunter game before that. Um, because it was always like, you know, the super Japanese kind of off the wall, like in game that never really interested me. I played it earlier this year. I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Was it like Yakuza? Are you just smashing things over people's heads? And uh, (laughs) basically it's Yakuza. If the people you're beating up or are the size of a 10 story building, giant trolls, giant (laughs) giant dragons and creatures and stuff like that. So, uh, but I really think God of War take it between the, like just the whole game is a package. Like the art is beautiful. The fact that the whole game is in, like there's no camera cuts. The whole thing is one take. The camera never, there's no cut scenes. They're like literally when you hit start at the beginning of the game, the game starts and this camera follows you through the entire thing. So there's some instances where it's hard to even tell if it's a cut scene or the game. Like that's how incredible the game looks too. Like usually cut scenes are slightly better graphics because they're all pre-made, pre-rendered or something like, like stuff like that. Like pre set animations and all this stuff. And I just love how it doesn't cut to a loading screen. Like, to such a uh, perfectly like balanced game, like graphic, like technically, as well as like artistically to where it just feels like one long ride that doesn't end till you finish the game. And it's pretty incredible. So I think that'll get the game, the game of the year. Well, as far, as far as like me uh, throwing out a prediction, 
for game of the year. I um, I'm at a loss a little bit only because I haven't played some of those games. Um, I'm going off of watching a lot of trailers and some video gameplay. And if I were to guess, my my heart tells me God of War. I have the game. I absolutely love it. I think that it's gorgeous. It's just the story, the narrative is fantastic. Um, it's just such a great game. The only thing is, is I'm looking at, I'm looking at Red Dead Redemption and having not played it, I find that that game is spectacular looking, but I'm, I'm thinking that one reason why it doesn't compare to God of War is because it, it's so new. It's, it, it hasn't been able to settle in and let people get used to the game. I don't know what the, the uh, continued gameplay is like. I don't know if that would affect it, though. It's a rock star game. Like, just having that developer alone brings so much weight with it. Like, I'm voting for God of War, but I would not be surprised in, at any in any way if... Red Dead Redemption 2 took it. Just the name of the game instantly carries like so much weight with it. Mm-hmm. Rockstar as a whole carries so much weight with it. Um, and to be honest, like it's a game where like people took off like a week of work to play this game. You know, it's one of the, it's, it's that game where like, hey, launch day, I'm peacing out. Like, sorry, like I'm calling in sick for the next like week or something because people ahead of time was already so excited about this game. And then on top of that, they, uh, um, and people continue to love it and you know that brought more and more people in so one more uh, thing on that just speaking of, of Red Dead Redemption and then we can move on to the next the next uh, uh, section but um, as far as the Red Dead what I've noticed is there are far more people on my social media feeds talking about and playing Red Dead Redemption than any other game including God of War hmm. there are more people that I see and I don't know if that's just more, maybe not gamers, just people in general are playing that game and talking about it more. But I've saw far more people talking about Red Dead Redemption, showing that they have copies and and posting some shares of them playing the game. Far more than I've ever seen God of War. Yeah. So keep that in mind. I mean, there that might change some stuff. Yeah. So what's your vote then? God of War I'm going to say Dead? God of War. Okay. I'm going to write these down and then maybe we'll come back to, to another episode and be like, we were so wrong. Right. <laughs> and, and if, if one of us are right, uh, I think the loser has to get a tattoo of the other's face on, on their back, like a full back tattoo. Okay. Well, we'll talk about that <laughs> off air and discuss that further. Maybe fle- flesh that out a little bit. I, or, dude, uh, I, you poor thing. Like if you had to have a face, my face on your back. Maybe if it's a uh, Super Gamer Boys logo, I'd be, I wouldn't be, you know, It's both of our that. faces. The logo's our faces. Yeah, though. that's fine. I'd get, <laughs> get my face on my back. <laughs> um, so we're going to skip around a little bit. We're not going to do every category because, again, like, if we don't have any experience, we don't have any right to make a prediction. Um, or, like, if we don't have any, not necessarily experience, but, like, if we haven't seen a trailer, we don't know, like, yeah, I feel like it's fair for us only to really vote on things that we um, know of and have at least seen or heard about um so we are going to go down to best game direction um and uh this one has a way out detroit become human god of war marvel spider-man Idrin, red dead redemption 2 um right off the bat i again i think i'm going to give this to god of war and 
I'm just going to say, you know, if you want my arguments, just go back to what I said about game of the year. Um, cause the direction, um, is like that whole, like no cut camera yeah. is huge to like immersing you into the game. And that is directing. Like a, someone had to direct that the entire way through, just like they direct a film. Yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. God of war all the way. And, uh, the way the story is and two and how your little sidebar here, like we've talked about in a previous episode. I haven't finished it yet, but, uh, <laughs> fake gamer, hashtag fake but gamer. I, I've gotten pretty far into it and man, the story is so good. The <laughs> story of this father and son and you know, their initial struggles relating yeah. to each other, you know, Kratos not really being around in, you know, uh, uh, earlier years, his son's earlier years. And then now trying to figure out, okay, uh, mother's dead. Like, uh, how do I raise this kid? Like I'm literally a God of war. My son does not know I'm the God of war. And, uh, and you know who, I don't know who this guy is. You know, this, I don't know who this little kid is and I'm supposed to like be his father and raise him. And it's just neat to see him, them both grow and change over the course of the game into that father son relationship. So, um, okay. Let's just t- touch on, so we're not going to do arguments on every one of these categories because I feel like we're just going to keep talking over and over unless we have a different prediction than what we've been doing, but I'm just going to hit best narrative. I'm voting God of War again and all the same arguments. Like I don't need to say it over and over again. Like, I don't know. What do you think? I'm do you looking think, at the same stuff and, I, and yeah. that's all I'm thinking is God of War. I think God of War is going to sweep most of it's these. Gonna, it's just going to destroy most of this stuff. I think that the only real competition is going to be Red Dead. Yeah. Which uh, all of these could also, like if any of these swung over to Red Dead, I would not be surprised. Sure. I just think, um, and the, the sphere of, uh, like, especially like ex- PS4 exclusive games, like it's just so insane that a PS4 exclusive game did so well and touched even people who aren't even in the ecosystem. Like even Xbox players were like, this game is great. Um, so I don't know. I think a lot of these are going to go to um, uh, God of War. Best art direction. That's the only one I think might go to Red Dead Redemption. So best art direction had Assassin's Creed Odyssey, God of War, Octopath Traveler, Red Dead Redemption 2, and Return of Obra Dinn. I lean more towards Red Dead Redemption 2 with that one just because the atmosphere in that is so incredible. Um, And uh, the world is so huge and so beautiful and every part of it and like the towns and the characters. Um, I think I might actually vote for Red Dead for best art direction um, just to kind of, you know, mix it up a little bit. I th- but that one, I wouldn't be surprised if God of War got that one as well. I'm going to have to disqualify myself on answering that one because I haven't, I haven't played very many games in that, in that section. Okay. But even based off like trailers and stuff, <clears throat> you haven't, you don't, you feel like you haven't seen. I would have said like, Red Dead actually. Okay. <laughs> That's funny that you say that. I would have yeah. said Red Dead. I mean, just watching Red Dead, like, um, yes, God of War has incredible graphics and stuff, mm-hmm. but, um, it's, it all, it's also, it's fantastical. So there's a lot of things that they could take freedoms on and, yeah. and like, so I feel there's like a reality to red dead, so uh, a realism. Yeah. So you like watching red dead in the camera is looking at the characters and behind the characters is the sun. You see the sun and you look at the, the littlest details, like you look at their ears and you see, I forget what the, it's called, but like you can basically, you can see the light through their ears or they turn sideways and like through their nostrils oh, and their the nose. Cartilage. Like, yeah, like you can see. So it's like, like if they had veins or like if they're 
if they're like swelled or yeah. or shrunk. I guess that is part of the art direction a little bit. But, right? Yeah, let's move on from that. <laughs> um, again, like I said before, we're going to skip through some of these categories because a lot of these were, we're not experts. And we just want to hit on some of the main things. I think the main thing we wanted to say is we think God of War Red Dead's going to win everything. But uh, we did. We I think that's fair. That there, those, there that is those some, two are going to be the 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 top of the heap. Yeah. Uh, some of the other ones I did want to touch on quick though is like uh, um, that are kind of shoe wins, I guess. But uh, uh, like best uh, multiplayer game. Um, Black Ops Four is doing incredibly. Destiny Two is you know doing all right, hanging in there. <laughs> um, Fortnite. Monster Hunter World and Sea of Thieves. Fortnite obviously wins I would that say one, right? Fortnite is like going to easily if win Fortnite that. Fortnite doesn't win that, then uh, I might quit gaming forever. It has to. It, it <laughs> honestly has to. I mean, not that Fort- I necessarily wanted to win. Like no, I've talked about before. No, like, not at all. I'm not, <laughs> not a, fan a Fortnite, of Fortnite fan. Yeah, but it deserves that. Like it, it's it been, does. it's been killing it. Like there's no way it doesn't win that. It's got to be said. I mean, Fortnite has been. I mean, it's cross platform. It's all over the place, and it has they've made more money in that game and the game is free. It's just, it's got to win. Yeah. More people are playing that multiplayer than anything else. I know the, the, the black ops is, is really popular and stuff too, but not like this. Yeah. No. Um, best, uh, family game. This is one. I don't know if JG will have much say cause he doesn't have switch. And is I think it Fortnite? <laughs> I think, I think all of these games are pretty much switch games for the most part, but there's Mario tennis aces, Nintendo labo overcooked Two, Starlink battle for Atlas, super Mario party. Um, so my, uh, prediction for that is, um, super Mario party. Uh, I've played that so many times with friends in the last two or three weeks. Um, and man, it's so much fun and anyone can play it. People who have never played a video game before, you can just hand them the joy con and be like, Hey, play us a Mario party before every mini game. There's a little tutorial like, Hey, this is how you play. And, and it's just so much fun to bring, to expose people who have never played, you know, a video game or barely any and have them be able to jump in. And we just have a blast and laugh at each other and just it's way too much fun. So, um, yeah. So I know we didn't have very many categories in this discussion, but that's just because, Basically, if any of the categories have God of War or Red Dead, that's our prediction. It's one of those two. Uh, And then if it doesn't have those, we pretty much touched on it. And if we had any sort of experience, the only other one that, again, I I probably have more experience in JJ is best independent game. Um, I would vote Dead Cells for that. Um, I've heard great things about Celeste. I know a lot of people love Celeste. I haven't played it. I've watched a lot of trailers, a lot of reviews, and I understand everything incredible with it. Um, and I've heard some like this into the breach return of the Oberdin and the messenger also all great games. They've all gotten incredible rate reviews, ratings, huge fan bases, but something about dead cells, how you can literally play forever. Um, and ever and ever. <laughs> um, and it doesn't get old. Like, yeah, I get frustrated, but it's still fun. Like I can't stop playing it. And the fact that just a small team made that and it's an independent developer i think that deserves best independent game just in my opinion you know i would not be surprised though celeste won that one for real though i think celeste might win it but i really hope dead cells gets it so yeah i know it's not as in-depth of a conversation maybe as everyone was expecting um but it's mostly because 
Um, yeah, we're new to this podcasting thing, uh, due to financial and time restraints. We're not necessarily able to play everything. Hopefully over this next year coming in 2019, we'll be able to play more games, get more time in, um, afford more games and be able to give you more in depth, uh, reviews on stuff and, um, you know, and then better be able to do our predictions next game awards for you. We'll be watching. We'll be talking about some of the winners afterwards, but thank you guys for joining us this week and every week and telling your friends, telling your family, we just ask you to just keep sharing. Uh, the more people that listen, uh, the quicker and easier it is for us to totally dominate everyone and everything. Oh, no, not this character again. Yes. <laughs> I don't know why this is so much fun. It's so, it's so fun for After doing last this. week, you kind of hijacked the podcast and shut it down before I could even <laughs> say goodbye. The next thing you know, this recording stopped and he was, JJ was standing on his desk and doing the Seek House. I'm so sorry no, he for was, this. He was no, not I doing never did that. Nothing, no, I never did anything. Nothing racist. Nothing no. like that at all. Nothing. No, no Nazi uh, symbolism is allowed on this none podcast. whatsoever none whatsoever but uh you did speak in a german accent that did happen and that is allowed that's okay yeah that I mean, okay. that's nothing wrong with this nothing wrong with that germans I'm, I'm we love germans german. i'm part german so this is okay i also was uh, apparently i was thinking i was part native american apparently i'm not <laughs> this is something yeah. we found out recently okay there you go yeah yeah uh, well <laughs> thank you all again for listening um this far into the podcast i know we're a ways in, but that's why we did this after the first ending because we know only the diehards would want to listen to this crap. I know, I know, <laughs> nobody turned off because everybody's listening yeah. to this crap. If anyone listens through to the end, I want you to go to Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram and comment on whatever post you can find and say, "I listened to the end," and here's the code word. Ready? Purple dragons. There's no, there's no meaning behind that. But if you listen to the end, I think that's a pot reference. Is it? No, I'm not really sure. Hashtag purple dragons. I just made it up on the fly because I know it's random enough where no one's going to guess it. So if you listen to the end, just throw a little purple dragon out there. You know, shout out to uh, you, the real, true fans. Hashtag super gamer boys. Hashtag awesome. Hashtag amazing. Hashtag purple dragons. Yeah, there you go. Alrighty. Well, thank you all for listening, and we will. See you all next week. Bye, guys.